Today we will be visiting the historic village of Zikron Yaakov and the nearby galleries of Ein Hod. A visit to the charming village of Zikron Yaakov with its pedestrian-only cobblestone main street lit by old-fashioned street lamps and bounded on both sides with beautifully restored homes, courtyards, galleries, boutiques, and places of historical interest will provide you with a true understanding of Edmund de Rothschild's vision and a contribution to the Jewish resettlement of the land of Israel at the end of the 19th century. Several hours should be dedicated to your visit to Zikron Yaakov, especially if you plan to visit the first Aliyah Museum, tour the Aronson House, the Carmel Mizrahi or Tishbi Winery, and perhaps have lunch on the main street. The village can be easily reached within 45 minutes from Tel Aviv or within 15 minutes from Haifa. From Tel Aviv, take Route 2 north to Route 70 and follow the signs to Zikron Yaakov. Then use Route 4 to enter Zikron Yaakov from the southwest and drive up the hill to Hakovshim Street and then turn left toward the circle, where you will again turn left in the direction of the arched entrance to Hamayastim Street. You may find parking in front of the cemetery near the Founders Monument. The latter is a natural start to your walking tour and provides a brief historical sketch in ceramic relief. Here you can also pick up a map of the village as well as a list of restaurants and B&Bs. Then cross the street and then you can enter the cemetery. The challenges that had faced Zikron Yaakov's first settlers will quickly become evident as you walk through the cemetery noting the large number of children's graves entombed above ground. The village was originally settled in 1882 by Zionist pioneers, predominantly from Romania, many of whose children perished from malaria or the hardships of the winter of 1883. Though some of the dispirited families chose to leave immediately thereafter, Edmund Rothschild came to the rescue of the nascent community by providing agricultural employment and subsidized housing for his workers. The relationship between Rothschild's administrators and these pioneers at times became acrimonious in that the deeds to their homes had to be registered in the names of the administrators in turn for Rothschild's financial assistance. However, soon thereafter, vineyards were planted, and by the early 1890s, a winery had been established, providing the town with its financial footing. As you pass under the arch, note at number 18 the modest home of Asher Bonstein, a former settler, farmer, of Zikron Yaakov. If you're fortunate enough to visit the village on a Friday at noon, you may wish to spend a pleasant hour listening to the harp music of Adina Har-Oz at the Hershevitz home, located further up on Hamayas Deem Street at number 30. She can be reached at 04-6392-584. Moshe Hershevich, one of the original pioneers, was a master carpenter, whose wood carvings survive in the synagogue as well as in the home of Aaron Aronson. Note the quaint older building to the right, the agricultural tours and equipment on display, 
and some of the mulberry bushes originally planted in 1900 to feed a population of silkworms. Silk manufacturing was yet another venture of the industrious Baron de Rothschild, yet short-lived. One of the most notable buildings on Hamayas Deem Street, with its stone, castle-like exterior and beautiful garden, is the Aronson family home. As members of one of Zichon's founding families, the wealthy senior Aronsons left Romania with their furniture, crystal and china, which is still on display at the home, as if the family had just sat down to a formal meal. The exploits of two of their children, Aaron Aronson and his sister Sarah, have become legend in Israel. Aaron was a world-renowned botanist whose research at nearby Atlit led to his discovery of specimens of wild wheat, known as the Mother of Wheat. You may tour the home and the museum, which contains an explanation of his scientific research, as well as many excellent documents, photographs, and an audiovisual presentation relating to the role that Aaron, Sarah, and others played in the establishment of the espionage group Nili. Nili, by the way, is spelled N-I-L-I. However, it is sometimes difficult to gain entrance expeditiously because of the many schoolchildren visiting the place. The Aronson Home and Museum can be reached at 06-6390-120. Members of this group used Nili, an acronym for a biblical verse from the book of Samuel, as a password. Their purpose was to help facilitate a British victory in World War I in Ottoman-controlled Palestine by gathering intelligence on Turkish military installations and troop movements. The group used carrier pigeons to relay information to the British, but to the ring's great detriment, one such pigeon decided to land at the home of the Turkish governor in Caesarea as it made its way from Atlit to British headquarters in Cairo, Egypt. With the exposure of the espionage ring, Turkish authorities surrounded Zikron Yaakov and arrested members of the Nili group, including Sarah Aronson. Sarah was brutally tortured by the Turks, but refused to divulge any information regarding the group. Asking to be returned to her home one last time to change her clothes, she went to the bathroom and shot herself rather than giving the Turkish authorities the satisfaction of hanging her. The pistol's hiding place, known as a slick, and the bathroom can be visited on the tour of the home. Aaron, whose accomplishments also included the preparation of detailed maps of Palestine for use at the Versailles Peace Conference, mysteriously perished in an airplane accident over the English Channel in 1919. The remains of Avshalom Feinberg, another resident of Zichon Yaakov and a member of Nili, were discovered in the Sinai Desert after the Six-Day War. Bedouins had murdered Avshalom during his attempt to reach Aaron Aronson and the British in Cairo. At the time of his death, he must have had a date in his pocket as a large date tree sprouted with his remains entwined in its roots. Bedouin tradition held that this tree was the resting place of the Jew.
After the war, Avshalom Feinberg was returned to Israel and given a formal state funeral. Across the street from the Aronson home, you will note the restaurant bar of the Tishby family with its comfortable outdoor seating area. This may be a good time to have a snack and a glass of wine. The elegant stone house was originally the home of Shumuel Sternberg, who designed the Carmel Winery's first iron gates. It was in the cellar of the Sternberg home that Shumuel's son David hid from the Turks Sarah Aronson's final will and letter. As you meander through the many shops and galleries in Zichon Yaakov, make a point to stop at the water reservoir known as Brechat Binyamin. At first glance, you may think that the facade is that of an ancient synagogue, but the true purpose at the time of its construction in 1897 was to provide continuous flowing water to a central point in the village. The design of this otherwise utilitarian structure again reflects the careful planning undertaken by Rothschild's administrators. Your next stop will be the synagogue at the corner of Hamayastim and Hanadiv streets. The village was originally known as Zamarin, but at the request of Edmund Rothschild, its name was changed to Zichon Yaakov, which means in memory of Jacob, in honor of his father. His father's name is further enshrined in the name of the town synagogue, Ohel Yaakov, which was built in 1886. The size and architectural quality of the synagogue, with its elegant crystal chandeliers, reflects Rothschild's vision for the growth of the community and his commercial enterprise. Immediately past the synagogue and opposite Rothschild Park, one will find the first Aliyah Museum. The museum can be contacted at 04-629-4777. The subject matter of this museum is unique in that it focuses on the Aliyah from 1882 to 1904, rather than on the more frequently discussed subsequent waves of immigration to the land of Israel. Spread over three floors of a building constructed in 1892, the museum presents a moving multimedia presentation of the travails of one family's journey from the diaspora to Palestine. Tracing the movement of a family unit is especially poignant, in that this aliyah was comprised primarily of entire families escaping the pogroms of the East, or those otherwise inspired by the opportunity to work the land. The video is supplemented by large photographs, sculptures depicting the first aliyah's pioneers, and metal relief maps of sister villages of Zichon Yaakov, built with the assistance of Edmund de Rothschild. The museum is also a repository for one of the first movies filmed in Israel depicting life in Tel Aviv in 1913. As you exit the museum, turn right onto Hanadiv Street and proceed down the hill to the visitor center of the Carmel Mizrahi Winery for a tour. If you previously visited the winery founded by the Rothschilds in Rishon Litzion, 
you may instead wish to tour the smaller winery at the nearby Tishby Estate, which can be contacted at 04-638-0435. The Tishby family was commissioned by Rothschild in 1882 to plant a vineyard near to Zichonyakov, and they continue to be in business to this day. You may even find proprietors Yonatan and Nili Tishby busily at work on the property. Their visitor center offers tours of the winery, a kosher dairy restaurant, a wine and cheese shop, as well as the ability to bring your own container from home for a fill-up. The winery is unique in that much of its state-of-the-art equipment is located outside for easy viewing. An exception, of course, is the oak barrel wine aging facility and the cognac plant, which utilizes a magnificent antique Remy Martin processor. To reach the estate, follow the signs on Aron Street, south of the Founders Monument, directing you to the village of Binyamina. Then return to Route 4 for the short drive in the direction of Haifa to the village of Ein Hod. Turn right at the Ein Hod Ein Hud sign that directs you up a winding road through the scenic foothills of the Carmel Mountains. The village was founded in 1953 by Marcel Janko at the site of an abandoned Arab homes in what was then known as Ein Hud. Because of its proximity to the main road connecting Tel Aviv and Haifa, the villagers of Ein Hud were evacuated to higher ground during Israel's War of Independence. Today, most of these former Arab residences have been reconstructed and enlarged, becoming home to a thriving artist colony. Try to avoid the crush of the weekend crowds to more fully enjoy meandering through the alleys, courtyards, and in and out of artist studios. At the main square, across from the Donna Rosa Argentine restaurant, you will find a communal gallery displaying a sampling of the works of most of Einhod's artists. Opposite is the Janko Data Museum, which can be contacted at 04-984-2350. There, the permanent display is dedicated to the 70 years of the artist's world-renowned creations. Those of you with an adventurous artistic streak can try your hand at creating your own Dada masterpieces in the Dada Lab Interactive Exhibition. If you care to enjoy more traditional, hands-on artistic experiences, Ein Hod offers the visitor a number of interesting venues. Pottery making, including wheel techniques, glazing and kiln firing, can be studied with Naomi Vershovsky at 04-984-1107. A demonstration of linoleum cutting, lithography, and etching can be observed at the studio of Ora Lahau Chatiel, contacted at 04-984-2018. The studio of Helena Markson, 04-984-1171, can offer you a glimpse into the world of printmaking techniques and etching on copper and zinc.
After attending a workshop or just wandering through Ein Hod's galleries, a brief stop for some homemade beer at the art bar may be just what you need on a hot summer day. There you will meet its colorful proprietor, Danny Schleifstone, who with his wife, Analia, runs the mini brewery art gallery. Danny serves a variety of stouts and ales, Yemenite-style pizza is made on an outdoor taboon on Fridays, and on Tuesday evenings, it's jazz from 6 p.m. onwards. If you stay long enough, you'll learn everything you ever wanted to know about the intricacies of beer-making and the history of beer, with a few of Danny's jokes thrown in between. Before you leave Ein Hod, ask Danny to point you in the direction of the Nisko Museum of Mechanical Music. Nissan Kohn will no doubt greet you at the door of his museum, which is jam-packed with his collection of music boxes, hurdy-gurdies, an automatic organ, a reproducing player piano, and much more. Kohn, a native of New York, spent a lifetime as a documentary filmmaker while collecting music boxes and accumulating a vast archive of Yiddish records. One of his most prized possession is the 1918 rendition of Hatikva on the Edison label, which he will play for you on an original RCA wind-up gramophone. Also, if you are visiting Ein Hod on a Friday, you can attend the 1 p.m. concert presented at the Nisko Museum using Kohn's original mechanical instruments. Kohn and the museum can be contacted at 052 4755313. At the conclusion of your visit to Ein Hod, you can return down the hill to Route 4, turn right, and at the sign left towards Atlit, where you can join Route 2 towards Tel Aviv. Thanks so much for joining me today to our visit to Zikron Yaakov and the galleries of Ein Hod.
At the conclusion of your visit, you can return down the hill to Route 4. Turn right and at the sign left towards Atlit, where you can rejoin Route 2 in the direction of Tel Aviv. I hope that you enjoyed today's visit to Zikron Yaakov and the galleries of Ein Hod.